0: hey
1: guys welcome to the final installment of what On abroad at least for now. Um, let us know if you like this. Leave us a comment or a review on iTunes while you're rating and subscribing to our show. <laughs> just let us know like, what you thought and maybe we'll continue to do this the next time we travel. Um, okay, so if you guys listened to the previous episode, you'll know that this like of the trip did not start off so well. I am still just beyond mortified. I can't believe that happened. Thankfully, the trip has gone well um, so far. I managed to squeeze in a few tourist things in between work. My God, it is super hot and super humid here. Um, I mean, it is like, I think it was 103 yesterday. And apparently that's like balmy. During the summer, it can get up to as much as 130, 140, 50 degrees um, Celsius. Ridiculous. Crazy. Crazy. Um, All right, went to the Dubai Mall, which is ginormous. It's, I think, the biggest in the world right now. And, of course, they're building another one across the street. There are so many malls here, but I get it. They need indoor activities. Um, I think it's going to be called the Mall of Arabia or something. And it's, it's going to be even bigger than this one. It's so surreal to see these modern shops and then see the men and women in traditional Emirati clothing. You know, the kandura for men. Just, like, that white sort of, like outfit and then the a buyer for women and they're all in black i mean the guys definitely have it easier in white it just totally helps i think with um the weather and this mall i mean it literally has every store you can think of from forever 21 to carolina herrera and an armani cafe and just God, it's just enormous, huge atriums, a massive aquarium and ice rink, theaters, this super cool diving fountain installation. And, um, it was Diwali, the Indian uh, festival of lights. So in another one of the atriums that had a huge Diwali display and some performances and, ah, it was just gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. So, um, the mall is at the foot of the Burj Khalifa, which is the tallest building in the world, I think at this point. Um, they didn't really plan too well for this. Like, They don't have enough elevators, so you're stuck on massive, massive queues, massive lines waiting to get up and to get down. But the view is amazing. I think we only went up to the 125th floor. You could go up to 148, but it doesn't really get you that much more. And I think it's like another additional 80 bucks. But the view doesn't get that much better when you go all the way up. The skyline is amazing it's beautiful um but there's also a lot of construction going on a lot of construction still happening uh let's see also made it out to the Burj Al Arab so Burj means tower the Burj Al Arab is that seven star hotel that's out on the water that looks almost like a boat sail oh my god so posh people escorting you everywhere knowing you by name and super high end and expensive like I tried to blend in I don't know if it works but I freaking loved it. Um, The World Expo is going to be here in Dubai in 2020. So they're building like mad to get ready. I think that's why there's so much construction going on. I understand that it goes on for about six months and they're expecting like 25 million people. So, you know, they're extending the metro. They're just you know, building as much as possible. And then someone told me last night, we had a cocktail party, that the population of Dubai is like maybe eight, nine million, but that by 2020, they expected to expand to 20 million. So maybe that's why they're building all these, these buildings. What's crazy is that they seem like they're unoccupied. You know, it almost feels like a phantom city, you know. You go around, you see some of these restaurants, there's nobody in it, you know, coffee shops, cafes, no one's in it. So you're just like, who are they building all these buildings for? Don't know. Um, love my hotel. It has a really great breakfast buffet with like an omelet station and then other stations with international traditional food. Like one had a full English breakfast, another one Middle Eastern food, another one Korean food. Then there's a guy in the back making it pancakes and waffles. My God. Uh amazing then the bread section then the fruit section then just everything has been great with this beautiful international staff i mean it's really spread out um so it takes ages to walk anywhere but i'm getting those steps in let me tell you um oh was able to make it to the gold and spice souk souk is a market that was very interesting super aggressive sales folks. thank goodness you know from New York. Yeah, no, I'm good. Thank you. Leave me alone. Like, I think after a while, <laughs> it just stopped bothering me. But when I first walked in, my God, it was beyond overwhelming. And frankly, like, a little. Like, do I want to use the word racist? Like, one guy was, like, Hakuna Matata to me. And then another one called me Nicki Minaj. Another one, Michelle Obama. And then the guy was like, oh, can I offer you anything? Can I offer you anything? He was like, "Um, what about spices? He was like, hey, what about slimming tea? I was like, did this motherfucker just call me fat? Because I think he did. Offering me some fucking slimming tea. Oh, my God. Crazy. But good deals. You know, haggling and stuff. Got a couple of things. So... Yeah, my suitcase is going to be ridiculous on the way back. Um, Took a little water taxi across the creek for like one Durham, which is I think is the equivalent of like 36 cents or something. It was pretty cool. I was a little worried that I'd fall in. There's like, I mean, you're literally on the side of a boat (laughs) just sitting like on top of it and like inches away from the water. Um, Really surprised I didn't fall in, but it was, it was cool. And then had dinner at another super posh location on the Palm, on the very edge of the Palm, which is man-made and can be seen from space so, so cool. We could see the Atlantis, um, which is right at the edge of that Palm. I just, my God. Thanks again for listening, you guys. Um, this was a whirlwind trip for me, and thank you for indulging me by listening to my little experiences as I've gone from country to country. It has been a trip <laughs> and uh yeah i hope uh, everyone's seat belts were fastened and you enjoyed my adventures and misadventures around the world so one last song from my travel soundtrack there were a couple of others that i listened to on repeat like uh slow hands by niall horan Himes found it in silence, the new Mi Gente remix with um, Beyonce. But I'm thinking that we will end this travel soundtrack with Redbone by Childish Gambino. I love this one. Stay woke. I like that part. So enjoy uh, Redbone by Childish Gambino and thanks for listening. Bye-bye now.